episode five of the Brain Candy Podcast. I am Susie Meister. And I'm Sarah Rice. <laughs> still. And, yeah, she's still Sarah Rice. And we are so excited. This week we get to uh, engage a listener and talk about um, a couple weeks ago we had an episode about feminism. And Sarah, how did you get in this conversation on Twitter? By the way, it's at Brain Candy Pod on Twitter. What, how did you involve this woman? Well, I mean, I don't, I didn't really involve her. She involved me. What happened? When her first text to me was, I hate feminists. And then that not emoji, text. it was on not text, a tweet. Uh, uh, tweet to me was, I hate feminists. And then that like apathetic looking emoji with the eyes to the side. Was like, she mm. responding to our podcast or a tweet or? I think she was responding to a tweet. I put up a tweet that said, Oh, I retweeted somebody who said, from now on, whenever I get asked, you're a feminist, so do you hate men? I'm going to ask, you're not a feminist, do you hate women? And uh, she said, I hate feminists. And I said, I don't think you know what that word really means. Hmm. And then she said, feminists are women who think that they want equality, but they really want special treatment and no labels. I like labels. Girls should (laughs) clean. labels. Girls should Wait, clean. Girls should clean. Men should provide. Girls should cook dinner. Men should fix things. I like gender roles. That's what we were created to be. And my first problem with it is that she Wait, referred no, to men okay. as men and women as girls. That's that's like my first red flag of like because you're not saying boys hierarchical. should provide girls like when people call me as a woman a girl it's like what is the word infantile infant infantilize infantilizes yeah. you and it 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 puts you in the same category well, as a five-year-old yeah it's a parent-child relationship yes okay. and i already don't like that so i noticed this was happening and so i cordially invited i believe her name's cassie yeah on the show so we're gonna call her now and we're gonna talk to her about this stuff and it's gonna be hilarious oh God, and I'm great nervous. i'm sure cassie's a really nice girl don't, who has don't good start oh, with God. your okay I'm politically sarah's correct, yeah. trying to get ready for yeah, a bloodbath yeah. oh god you're gonna turn out to be super nice to her and i'm gonna have to no i'm gonna on. i'm gonna ask her that the it's gonna ring your okay. i'm nervous <laughs> I really am. What if she doesn't answer? Are we so sad? Well, then she doesn't get to the, the chance to defend her opinion, and I'm going to, like, keep reading her tweets. Please answer. Please. Cassie. Hello. Cassie? Yes. Yay. This Hi. is Susie and Sarah from the Brain Candy Podcast. I'm sorry we're late. No problem. Are I'm you ready gonna... to roll? I hope so. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to be fun. I promise. Yeah. Um, All right. Here's the scoop. We're just going to, like, have a chat. Because I observed your um, dialogue with Sarah on Twitter, and she's actually shaking, so you don't need to be nervous. She's <laughs> no, nervous no, enough. don't be. That's fine. <laughs> um, okay. So how did you... Do you follow Sarah on Twitter? Is that what happened? I do, yes. I watch The Real World and The Challenge, and I'm always actually team Sarah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> now you're going to be friends. Okay, so then you saw her tweet and you said you don't like feminists, right? 
Yes. Well, I mean, yes, yes, and no to that. I hate the concept of an American feminist, and I think that feminism is not about equality. It's about superiority and special treatment. Okay. Well, I'm going to leave this to Sarah for a minute, but I'll get involved, you know, and mediate between the two of you crazies. And okay, <laughs> so I I absolutely see where you're coming from, but I think that the definition has been twisted, and the image that that the word feminism or feminist paints in the head of anybody is something that's like a man hating, like, you know, lesbian who doesn't shave her armpits and wants to like, you know, I am somebody who, like you said in one of your tweets that, you know, I like gender roles. Well, I absolutely would say that I, think that that gen- there's nothing wrong with that. I think that there are things that women are better at and there are things that me- things that men are better at, but there are also men who are just as good. I think that in every relationship there's um the breadwinner. Not necessarily the breadwinner, but there if uh you have to cater to the skills of the individual. And just because a man is a man does not mean that he is going to be like this. He's not, he does the definition of man can have many, many definitions. I know men who are, or are stand up guys who are stay at home dads. They're what do you not think any about less that? I agree. Man. I mean, I understand that completely. And I actually have friends who the mothers were the breadwinners and the dads were more stay at home, but I don't believe that that's the right way it should be. Why? I think that the men should, I think that the men should provide for their family. They are the head of the household. And I think that they are actually held to a higher standard than women. And they actually have it harder than we do because if we don't work, that's a great thing. We're sitting with our kids or we're taking care of the house or whatever. If a guy doesn't work, he's considered lazy. And they actually have a double standard because I think that, you know, a woman can do the exact same thing as a guy and a guy will be judged on it a lot harder than a woman will. And I think that when people are stay-at-home moms, they're advocated and they're, you know, it's it's a great thing. But when a guy does it, people are judging. And I'm one of those judges. I, I don't think a man should stay home. I think he should provide for his family. I think that the wife should have, if the wife chooses to work and lets the man stay at home, that's one thing. But if the wife feels obligated to have to work, I think that the man should always have to provide the bread unless the wife wants otherwise. If the wife wants to stay home, the guy better get out and get a job. He better support his family. He better pay the income. He better provide for his children. Before Sarah answers, can I just ask you quickly, are you, is this based in some sort of religious theology? I am I am a Christian, but it's not just based on, I think it's based on how I see the world working and how I see it when mothers are out on the work field and how I see children. I mean, the statistics prove that when Children, when both parents are in a career, the chances of a child doing drugs is astronomically higher. The chances of teen pregnancy is extremely high. Infant mortality rates are actually one point times higher for infants of unmarried mothers than married mothers. I mean, there's just proving cases and statistics that when well, both yeah, parents you can are in the work field, to economical status, not necessarily. You have to look at correlation, not causation, for that. But I understand. I get what you're saying. Hmm. I just think that, I mean, I was raised in a stay-at-home, my mom was a stay-at-home mom. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I like the idea that my husband, I can fully um, like I can fully depend on him, and I want to. I want to know, my husband also wants to. He wants, me, he wants to know that he, I can rely on him, and I want to know that. I would not marry a man that I could not rely on. Right, and well, I that's don't called being a good partner. 
what if what if you were a woman who were real like a say you're a fantastic engineer you're a woman who's really good at math you've loved math your whole life you get a great job as a you know engineer for this company mm-hmm. and you decide to marry a man who's a more nurturing type one and i i have friends who are in the same position and and his what he's good at is he's good at being home and nurturing and you know and being and like that don't you is- think that it's you have to cater to what the work for the family and I and that's agree. all f- feminism is it's saying that the woman is just as capable as going out and do but you think that women that are deserving of a, the same amount of pay as men they actually are so that's part, feminism do you think that women figure. should be able to have a credit card but they do, and that's but thing they didn't used to be America. able to. They didn't used to be but, able to. They that I was something that, that feminists had to fight for because before, in order have, to have a credit card or have a house, equality now. Thing is, the, the modern day feminism we? is not needed in America because I think that if anything, we actually have more privileges. We are not drafted to war. Men are. We are not. I mean, there's just so many things where we act, we can provide. We can go to a safe house if we are there's getting beaten no by our husband. For men to say no. There's no draft. That hasn't happened well, since I'm just Vietnam. saying that it, when there has been drafts in the past, it has never been a woman been drafted. There are safe houses provided for only women. There is not one government provided safe house for a man who's been in domestic violence. There is, I mean, there's just nothing. Women have so much more. We can get on welfare. Men can't. There's just so many things that women you are know actually. what's really awesome, though, is that because of these ladies that and men who fought for equality, you're allowed to say that. And you're allowed to choose to stay at home and take care of your kids or your house or whatever. Isn't that great? So do you think that a certain amount of feminism is okay, but not a lot? No, I just don't think that feminism is needed in America anymore because we have equal rights. We have more than equal rights. There is just no need for it. Women's rights movements in the 1800s and 1900s were very noteworthy, and they were certainly positive. I think today's feminist movement has been moving into the wrong direction. They've been moving towards pro-choice. Everything is based off of gay rights, abortion, taking, you know, we're taking the lives of every single baby because it's our right. But what about the child's life? What about her right? She, I mean, little girl died. She should have her women's rights too. And she's getting hers taken away because feminism today is more defined on the rights of certain things that affect other people. I have, homosexuality is not a feminist movement it's a human right movement and i don't think it should be considered feminism because like a gay marriage is not just for the women actually women are a lot more i mean if you meet gay women guys are like oh that's hot you meet a gay guy people call him you know rude names are usually a lot more judgmental to a gay guy than a gay girl falls under the category of ways that women are objectified still by men and not so we objectify all the time I mean, look at Magic Mike and Magic Mike 2. Those were extremely high Yeah, but high can you think how movies. many examples of that? Can you? Th- Did you hear our last podcast, by the way, on feminism, on those issues? On your on your uh, podcast? Yeah. I listened to the first one. I did not listen to well, your second one. And then I didn't see a third one. The second one, we talked about something <laughs> so called the listened. special test, which <laughs> tests movies. And I, will, I can listen to it. And I, the third one wasn't up yet, so I didn't listen to it. But I just... Um, what, what were you saying about that, though? So I was saying that on that podcast, we talked about women 
and their presence in the media and how there's this thing called the Bechdel test where uh, to pass this test, they put movies to this test, and to pass this test, the movie has to have two female characters who talk to each other for more than about 15 seconds about something other than a man. And about 85% of movies don't pass, which means 85 plus percent of movies, their main subject is men talking to other men about things that are men related. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, that's a business. That's something that sells. I prefer, I mean, if I had to listen to two women nagging all day, I mean, women are, women are very nagging. But women do other things besides nag. You know, we can have conversations like Susie and our, my podcast is not women nagging. You're it's, hanging out I, with the wrong ladies. Yeah. If you're hanging out with I, ladies, who's nag? I mean, get friend, some. So if they hear this, it's not them. But I'm just <laughs> saying that, uh, I just think that like, I mean, as a whole, Guys are going to get more attention in any manner. That's why there's been male presidents because I think are that they, they better they than women? Have a different. I mean, we're we're just programmed different. Women are just programmed differently than men. And there's some things that are men are good for. I mean, I mean, there's some things that women are like I think better at. But I think that we are losing the fact that women are everyone's going to the work field, and then we are there's no one home to watch the children anymore. There's everyone's too focused on their Can own career. Can I just career. ask you? Um, like just to clarify are men superior to women according to you i don't think that they're superior i think that they have different i think that they have different roles in life and i think that they are supposed to be the head of things i believe that i honestly even comes to doctors i prefer a male doctor because i just feel like there's more there's just a little i just feel sick more secure with the male doctor i feel more secure if you look at even 9-11 the people that you know ironically on this today like the guys that took over the plane were male they took charge and they saved like one of the you know flight 93 from going into a building those were men that did that men decided that this is their role they need to protect and they but were that's protect what we need to look at is we need to look at where that idea that because i think we, that in this common in or this modern age Forget that Cleopatra ran shit in Egypt. Like Joan of Arc, there historically have been women that have ruled and ruled strong and better than men and were revered as being people who were... But women have the chance to do anything, man. Women can... I mean, there's a woman running for president right now. Women have the opportunity. It's up to us to decide if we want to. I mean, they have the exact same opportunity. It's up to us as the people to decide if that's what we want. Do we want Hillary Clinton in? Or do we want, you know, anyone else in? Who do we want as president? That's up to us to decide. We can decide Hillary Clinton and we can decide any other female. We could have decided Sarah Phelan and we chose against that. Like, that's us as a society. We voted against that. I'm going to guess you did not vote for Sarah Palin. So you chose a male over a female there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So do you feel that because we have an African-American president that there's no racism? I think that there's complete racism, and I think that actually him being president has made it worse because Mm. he's bringing a lot of, I think he brings a lot of, you know, racism into the fact or brings up race constantly. I don't think I've even noticed. I don't think I care if he's black or white. I don't care whatsoever. I I vote for Carson. It it has nothing to do with that and the fact that someone brings up that he's African-American keeps bringing up racism. I think it was Morgan Freeman said, for you know, racism, racism to stop, we must stop talking about it. And that's what needs to happen is we need to let it go. Stop focusing on it. Who cares if he's black or white? He's a person. Just like a female, who cares if she's female or male? She's just a person. You do. And I think that... I you care. I don't care. I don't care. I just hate the women who are making this huge movement about it. I hate the woman like Miley Cyrus who's making her pink armpits to make a point about women. I don't... I don't think that that's going to save anything. And I think that, you know, in the 1950s, we actually had a lot lower rates of, you know, so many different things that we than we have now. And crime was lower back then. The women that were having children outside of marriage were a lot lower back then. I mean, things are getting worse. They're not getting better as we're getting more and more freedom from everything. Traditional roles, I think, play a huge part. And I think traditional roles are keeping, keep things together. They keep things stable. What do you think, Sarah? Well, I think with anything, you have to change with the times. I think, and I, you know, I look, if you go to a newsstand and you look at what images of women on the cover of magazines look like compared to images of men, even on a one magazine, like GQ magazine, they did uh, these, you know, 10... uh, images of men on the cover of GQ magazine and 10 images of the females that were on the cover of that magazine. And the women are objectified and it's all about their bodies and what they're wearing. And the men are in business suits and it's about their power and about that. But that's because that sells and that's what we're attracted to. I'm attracted to Christian Gray because she but was here's a my question. Are you attracted to that because you've been programmed to be attracted to that? I don't think so. I don't. I think that. I think that is. That's the, again. That's the timeless question. Because at one time, at one point in time, attractive men wore wigs, high heels, and full face of makeup, and that is yeah, what we looked at. But attractive women at one time were wearing. I mean, like they were not allowed to show one piece, like skin. And if you want to talk feminism, I mean, we weren't allowed to show any legs. We weren't allowed to show, show our shoulders. But now we're showing everything, and now women are getting mad that women are showing everything. It doesn't make sense. What about breastfeeding? I mean, I breastfeed in public. Should that not be shown because it's showing my boobs? Yeah. I mean, we can't have both worlds. We can't have it where women want equal rights. But but the women that are on those magazines are choosing to do that. They're not getting forced. They're not in slavery. They are choosing to do that, which means that they have that right. And feminism has won. Yeah, but you're real mad about it. I'm not about the fact that it's such a huge deal, and I'm not about feminism hate men. Feminism. Hate I don't hate men. Marriage. I'm a feminist, and I don't hate men. I absolutely love men, and I'm in a role where my husband. I mean, you're married, but I don't think right? so. I don't think I'm the exception in the rule. I am married. 
Because, I mean, here are some quotes from Robin Morgan, who is Miss Magazine editor. I feel that man-hating is an honorable and viable political act, that the oppressed have a right to class hatred against the class that is pressing them. And it says we can't destroy the inequalities between men and women until we destroy marriage. Destroying marriage is the last thing on this earth we need because marriage keeps things stable. We need marriage for our children. Children growing up in a family with a man and a woman have been proven so many statistics have proven that it's a lot healthier for the child and they end up in a lot less trouble than those in a single family. Well, actually, I mean, statistics prove that having two parents, regardless of whether they're men or both men or both women or a man and a woman, a gay couple has the exact same, their children have the exact same success rate when they're together as a straight couple. I, I mean, that may be true. I've never seen that. No, it's fact, absolutely but, true. I could put those. Uh, but they're still those married. And the idea behind feminism well, is. Well, not till just recently, actually. They marriage, weren't married like, for a while, actually. We didn't give them the right to be married until just a few weeks ago. So that was just two people who were together raising a child, not married or unmarried. Well, I think what Cassie is saying is that intact families are beneficial yes. for kids. I think we. Nobody's arguing with that. I absolutely agree with that. I just think feminism is very strong, and very strong political feminists have made very, very strong statements against marriage, against even sex. I mean, literally, or sex, especially with men. They, it's completely different, when it, but it says, like, the institution of sexual intercourse is anti-feminist. That was from, I think her name is K.I. Grace Atkinson, which is a huge feminist. I mean, politically, I call it rape. Whenever a woman has sex and, it, and she feels violated. That yeah, right there because is anytime a woman on. has sex and feels violated, it, it is. That's not rape. I mean, there's so many times that a woman so, can feel violated, but if she says, I mean, if she doesn't say anything, that's not rape. If whoa, she has whoa, no whoa, idea, whoa. Hang on a sec. So you are saying in this statement that the absence of a no is a yes. So if I'm in a position where I I can't say anything, anything. well, what if you're in an abusive marriage and that man wants you to perform certain things on him every Yeah, but do you think that woman has... That's not the... When you talk about a marriage, that's not the ideals of a marriage. The marriage is, you know, a guy taking care of his wife, being there for his wife, nurturing his wife, loving his wife... Like, I mean, that's not marriage. That's a man controlling a wife and in a negative, derogatory way. I think there's a huge difference. If my husband wants, if my husband has a say of everything in our house, ultimately, we have discussions. But if he decides that something is a better idea, we will do it because I have, I trust in him. Like, there's no trust in the marriage, then it shouldn't be there. But you should have married him in the first place. I Here's mean, like, what I don't understand. And I, I totally get where you're coming from. I study, uh, Christianity, and I understand the idea of the man being the head of the household. I, I don't agree with it, but that's because I don't believe in the hierarchical relationship that is implied there. So what is curious to me is if you don't believe that the man is superior in some way, why is he the final authority outside of God in your marriage? Hold on real fast. My daughter can pull it up. Oh, baby. It's okay. We know your husband's not going to take care of it. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Take your time. We'll talk amongst ourselves. Oh, little baby. I love him. This is Sarah's fault. That baby is upset about Sarah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, do you have to go? It's okay. 
Yeah. Aww, that's, oh, she, that's so... How can you feel bad? I can't. How can you be mean to this? Because women work so hard. That's what I'm saying. They're, they work what's called the double shift that men don't know about. That you work harder than your husband and he gets all the credit. That you work just as hard and it doesn't. I don't think that he comes home and, I mean, maybe I don't know your husband, but the majority of men don't come home and realize if you look at how many hours a day a woman works versus how many hours a day a man works, the woman, wor- as far as doing things that are not for oh, herself, is way more. Listen, oh, I like actually one. miss that sound. You that do. probably means I need to have another baby. Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other. From award-winning news programming and number one sports brands to entertainment and business leaders. Welcome! We're going to make you laugh. We're going to make you think. The biggest stories in entertainment. What's happening in business today? Relationships, dating, pop culture, celebrity. Give you that news and information. The biggest names in sports. Play.it is delivering storytelling at its best. Want to see something entertaining? Tune in. Hear what you've been missing at Play.it. Listening to the Brain Candy Podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. Okay, I have to ask you one more question because there's there was another thing that you mentioned in your tweets to me that's just kind of been eating at me, and it says, um, men are also beaten up more each day than women, and men have mutilation each day. It's called circumcision. Women and yeah. I, that's when I was saying that female genital mutilation in Africa like is still taking place, and women around the world don't have it equal to men. And I just can't in uh, let it rest that you think circumcision and female genital mutilation are the same thing. Actually, I don't think they're the same thing, but in America. Female genital mutilation does not exist. That's not true. It absolutely is happening, and it's a cultural thing. And there's a great documentary. One person. There's a wonderful documentary that we will post the link to that's on female genital mutilation and how this is still taking place and that what we're doing it again. And this is something that's a world. I'm not talking just in America. I think I don't just speak out for women in America. I speak out for women everywhere. Women. It's not just a women thing in the world. It's a, it's a human rights. And I mean, a basic human rights. But it's not happening to men. Nobody are taking little boys and making it so they cannot have any pleasure from sex. What if somebody just... And they're putting them in, you know, the army at the age of like eight or nine. They are, I mean, it's not just like women and men have different battles that they're issuing or their issues that they're battling in the country and all over the world. And we should be fighting for all of it. I mean, the, the equal rights thing is, I mean, it's just not an, in American women, it's not a relevant universal issue. It's on general human rights, not just female rights. I mean, when you talk about, there's a word, there's a definition for this word called effeminate, which means to let go of the masculine responsibility that God has entrusted to every man, human, husband and father. And when a guy is supposed to be like a man versus a boy, and guys have a very strong, I mean, if they do not live up to the expectations, if they do not make enough money, if they are not buff enough if they are not this or this they i mean they're looked down upon they're i I think that's horrible that we do that to men and i think there are many different kinds of men and that's what i'm saying with this whole i when i first started this conversation i said there are men who are more nurturing and who are more feminine in their 
And there's nothing wrong with being a man who wants to stay at home with your kids and wants to be a stay-at-home dad. But we, as a society in America, are not... There is nothing wrong with not... if the woman wants to stay at home. That's different. If the woman wants to but stay But you know what? Home, Chances she, are good. A kind of, the kind of man who's with... A, a, the kind of man who is... you. It's the, the, when, you know, have you ever heard that expression, opposites attract? That really is, does hold true in relationships, that people that's will find the balance. If the, the woman wants to work, that's one thing. If the woman does not want to work, that man, I think, has the obligation. But is that man less of a man because he stays home with his kids? It does if the woman wants to stay home. If the woman wants to stay home, but what if she, she doesn't? What if priority. she doesn't? What if she wants to if go she out? Doesn't, that's completely so is he less of a man? They are working together. But the man... The man should provide if the woman wants to stay home. Uh, if they both that's want my to question. Home, is he less should. of a man if he has a wife who wants to go out and be the breadwinner? Is that man less of a man? If, if she chooses it, that's one thing. That you know, but if she does not choose it and she feels obligated to, then that man, I think that is, I think it's scum. I think that the man should stick up for the wife, should provide for the wife. If she if she wants to stay home, with, like in my situation, I wanted to stay home. My husband goes out and works 50, 60 hours a week so I can stay home. He, I like if he wanted to be like, no, I'm going to stay home, you work, I would I would not have been with him. Like that is not the kind of guy that I would have wanted to marry and I don't think that's I And don't the think same right. thing goes for have. a woman who wants to go out and work 60 hours plus a week. She's not going to find an, she's going to pick a man who's going to be. to stay home versus girls? Guys are like we biologically designed to work. We don't know, we don't give them the opportunity. That's not. I don't see now. That's where, as a psychologist, I. This is the question of nature versus nurture. Do are men like that? Because from because until children are about five, they are biologically exactly the same, boys and girls. There's nothing in a child's brain. Because my my daughter is one, and her. Her cousin is two, and they are world different. She right, because of how you've treated he your daughter since rocks. the second she was born. He loves to be aggressive. I mean, he just has a natural desire to play with boy, sto- boy stuff. And girls, she obviously she has a natural desire to play with girl stuff. She has that natural desire to like want to cook and clean, and he has a desire to want to like go out and play in the dirt. Well, this they is the question. Are I don't think so. Is it because the toys that are available to them, the way no, and we no, and we do studies place? on how people treat boy babies and girl babies and you well, will hold a boy right baby this differently than you'll hold done. a girl they, baby i think i think feminists are way too are i mean they're extremely sensitive and they need to just grow a pair if they want to act like a guy because right now target has changed it from boy girls and or boy toys and girl toys and now it's gender equality toys yeah, why is that so upsetting toys. to you because until because, the seventies, like, we had there were there toys were for wrong. the there same. Nothing wrong with the way it was. That's the thing is, there's nothing wrong. That's but we made it different. That's not what I asked. That's not what I asked. I asked. I'm not saying was there anything wrong with it the way it was. I'm just saying why is it so upsetting to you if they don't label them girls or boys toys? Because like there's, I mean, it just there is no there is no um like there's just there's just no. Standards for boys or girls anymore, and that's what's annoying. Is if like I think that the girls. I mean, if I want to go find a girl toy, I want to go look in the girl section. If I want to find a boy, would you be confused about where to find them? What did you need those signs to indicate to you which ones were boys and girls? It makes a lot easier if all girl toys are together. I have a question for you. I have a question. Would you classify Legos as a boy toy or a girl toy? I would classify it as a boy toy. Why is it a boy toy? 
because boys are just generally wanting to play with them more. But and, why I mean, just, don't? That's not true. Legos were my favorite when I was little, and, and I that's okay though. The and little girls love to build toys, things, and guys can play with girls. But why toys. are they it, until they're not? They're gender neutral toys. There's nothing on a Lego box that indicates that it's for a, a okay, boy or a girl like a, because it's not pink. The box of toys are usually going to be something you give to a boy, and you're going to give a girl a vacuum. Yeah, that's a problem, because you're telling a a female that this is her job and this is your job. This is what Sarah was referring to as cultural. But it's not, but, but it could be my job to be, you know what I do in my house? My husband picks out what I wear and I do all of the manual labor. I hang all the, I do all the house repairs. I build things. I built our barbecue and he buys shoes. So is my husband less of a man? Because I'm really good at that stuff. I happen to be really good at building things. So, so what does that mean? But I don't, there's nothing wrong with it, but there's also nothing wrong with traditional roles. And that's the thing that we need to stop getting away from so much is traditional roles. Why do we have to keep pushing women? I mean, we're not pushing them. We're creating an author, another option. If you insist on labeling toys as one or the other, you're actually the one pushing. If you remove the label, that's the opposite of pushing. I don't, I don't think so at all. I think it's, it's just more common sense. Like, if something's pink, it's a girl toy. If something's blue, it's usually Why? a boy toy. Like, Did but what Jesus about Legos? Because I don't see that in the Bible at all. The I mean, pink and blue thing? The Bible just has to do with how how women and men are. I don't think an eight-year-old boy is going to, unless usually he is gay, he's not going to want to play the same toy because he's going to be like that. That's not toy. true. Susie's son loves pink nail polish on his, toy, on his toes, and I have a little... Uh, boy that I is a friend, uh, my friend's son who, uh, loves, loves, loves everything pink. And he is not. What does a color have to do what, with being yeah. gay? That's absurd. It, like you had me with a couple points, but this is crazy. You're talking about acculturation that the idea that a certain hue is actually associated with a vagina. There is. That's the thing. That's 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 society. That's not me. That's society. Yes, and you when are a member Bruce who Jenner wants to reinforce that. No, when Bruce Jenner started wearing nail polish, everyone started questioning if he was a transsexual. So should we question I mean, Susie's son about his sexuality because he's a three-year-old who likes to have pink nail polish on his toes? That's not me. If you if he went into public, people would question. That's just how it is in society. That's not me. I totally agree with you. That's why we're calling it a cultural thing. It's not biological. It's not even religious. Pink but and blue are just colors. Too. The thing is, it's not against just girls. Feminism is about, you know, a movement for females only. That's the thing. It's equality for females. It's not about... That's no, it's just equality, equality period. Humanitarianism. I mean, it's just it's not feminism that you're going to argue for situations like that because that's not feminism. I just think the word equality is gender neutral. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. 
Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The definition of feminism is the belief that men and women should have equal rights and opportunities. Who in this conversation agrees with that? The idea, not whether I they do. Like, you know, where is one time? I mean, where it's women are not do not have the same opportunities as men. When we do not get paid the same amount, and there's a twenty three cent gap in our pay, I but get paid less for the same job. Is terribly misleading. The statistic is a snapshot of all current full time workers that does not consider relevant factors like length of time working, education, occupation, and the number of hours you work per week. There is the it is a general thing. It does not. I mean, it it needs to be more specific to actually win that argument because the statistics don't prove it right now. The statistics is extremely misleading, and it's a snapshot of everybody. It's not. It, it does not break it out enough. And I mean, I, there's just so many opportunities where women are actually paid more than men in a lot of situations because they have earned it higher. Doctors, female doctors, and male doctors get the exact same pay. Sarah, final thoughts? We're just going to have to agree to disagree on a lot of things. <laughs> I think and the weird thing is on certain things, I think you guys actually do agree. I think it's semantics. Well, you know, here what I think is I think a lot of people are feminists, but they don't know that they are. And just you, Cassie, saying that you agree that women and men have both are capable of doing the same things means that you're kind of a feminist. Uh-oh. I'm not a feminist. I'm equality for all people, but I believe we have it. But equality for all people is the definition of I feminism. There should be. Why do we need an advocacy for women's rights on the grounds of anything right now? Because we have all the rights we need. We have every right a man has. We actually have more rights. Okay. And that is the issue, is we need to let feminism go because we're, we're at the point where we don't need it at all. It's not relevant in society whatsoever. Well, this is good news for everybody because... We're all equal now. This worked out great. <laughs> but that's I mean, my point, and that's the biggest point about feminism is it's just it's just dead now. It's just not needed, and right now it's just to make men look bad. Well, let's raise our glasses most- for all the women that fought for you to have that opinion, right? Yeah. Cheers to the. But the fe- thing is, that's what po- I, I the feminists. Eighteen hundred, nineteen hundred, feminism was needed. You like it? For, what, you know, you know, the technical term for that is first wave feminism and second wave feminism that you're for, but you are not. But for what are third you fighting for right now? What are you fighting for right now? Well, I look at things like women's portrayal in films. I look at things like Disney. Well, recent Disney movies are fantastic. I'm very happy for Frozen and Brave or things like that. But I will have a sit down one day with my daughter when she watches Beauty and the Beast. And I will tell her that that's not how men should treat women. And that we are, there is... There's no way that in all of my schooling and my many classes on women's studies, I learned that there is systematic discrimination that's taking place on such a huge social scale that it's almost like we can't even, we don't, it's so subtle, we don't even notice it. And the objectification of females is still a thing in the songs we write, in the music that's popular. We are choosing that. I mean, 
you go on the challenge and you watch the cameras go from the toes to the head. Like you watch them objectify women. Right. Which is why I wear t-shirts on every one of those shows that say things like pro-choice, pro-feminism, pro-unicorn, which is a real shirt I have. And I try to push back and talk every chance I I can about how I'm the same as those dudes. I mean, look at Emily. I don't, I mean, the one, she is like so proud of her body and she loves the fact that she has worked for that body. I don't think there's anything wrong if women want to be objectified. I don't. Right. Well, no, there's no, there's, and think I'm attractive. There's a Please. difference between be, there's a difference between showing your body and the objectification. If yeah, you you're, just you're took, not an object, you're a human being. You're a human being, and she guys, knows that guys she's are and, wired to look at us. And that's not I mean, excuse. That's, that's their body. They are wired that way. They are wired to look at a girl's breast, and they're going to find it attractive. They're going to look for that. More doesn't mean that woman more. is an object. I don't think that they're an object. I think that they're objectified. Or how about like the song? Thing. I objectified Channing Tatum, but I don't think he's an object. But I think he's you slut bag. <laughs> <laughs> I love Magic Mike too. That's um, but uh, how about the song Blurred Lines? Do you remember that? that yeah, you have. Oh, Everybody's so heard it by Robin Thicke. I mean those I blurred lines. I know you want it. You know, oh, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. If you look at the lyrics to that, <laughs> that's about, they, it's saying that the line no is blurred yes. and I don't, and no means yes. And that I know you want it. You may yeah, be no saying no, maybe. but your, your body is saying yes. So I can have you and take you. There's but I don't think he means it literally. I think he's, I mean, there's so many times that you're at a club and you're looking over at a guy and you're like, no, But no, does an 11 year old who's singing along to that know that? Or is she just logging that in her bank of saying, oh yeah, he, he blurred lines. If he wants it, he should just have it. All right. You two, I've had it with you. I'm going to do the same thing. Not, no, I don't think it's the same. Mm. But okay. We'll agree. I want to thank Cassie because what a thoughtful yes, thank and you. prepared debater. Yeah, she had quotes. Well, no, I think nice had to deal with a, a crime baby in a very non-attacking manner. And I'm sorry if you ever felt like I attacked you. My oh no, I didn't you, at all. But you... I never felt attacked from you, and I appreciate that. Good. And I appreciate the fact that we will see different. But there's some stuff we do see eye on eye, and I do think that women should have the opportunity to do what they, you know, what they want. But I also just I miss the traditional roles of a woman coming home and taking, you know, like a man yeah, coming home to a woman taking yeah. to children being safe, like. Today's society is just, it just keeps going worse and worse. And I think it's because we're going farther and farther away from the traditional roles of females and male. And that's, that is my biggest argument is look at where the fifties were and how safe they were from where we are now. And the, the, the children are just not being watched because of feminism and because of the ways of, I mean, there's just, it's just, I mean, children are just not the same anymore because there's just, there's a strong lack of discipline and a strong lack of supervision. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And I think you're a lovely mom and woman, and I wish you the best. I wish you guys the best, too. Thanks, Maybe I'll Cassie. see you on the challenge again, Sarah. Oh, I hope All so. Right. <laughs> Bye, Cassie. <laughs> thank thank you. you. Bye. All right. Let's see. Okay. Whew. Wow. That was not as intense as I thought it would be. Really? I'm like <laughs> shaking over here. She was super nice. I know, but I, oh, God. It's hard. It is hard yeah. because I feel like she doesn't see how what's really happened it really takes it takes someone breaking it down for you and putting it in, you know i didn't really realize all this until i took a women's studies class at the collegiate level where i went oh my god this is happening you know I, she seems very bright though and very um informed 
But and so I can't overstate the degree to which I think that this is um, a product of religiosity. Oh, there's and so many theological um, concepts concepts about um, gender and traditionalism and things like that. So the, her point of view is not unusual, and I've heard it over and over again from people in my own family, Christian conservatives, etc. Right. So uh, I appreciate that she came on and was so. Um, ready to share her point of view. And um, I think she would make such a great feminist. <laughs> right, I do. And like, you know what so, What I was thinking the other night is like, I was in Virginia staying at this hotel room by myself and I had the thought, am I safe in here? Will, like, the, just like real split second, like crossed through my mind, like, you know, or walking through a, an alleyway at night. I I have the thought, am I going to be attacked or sexually assaulted? Hmm. I asked my husband if he's ever had that thought in a hotel room, and the answer is no. Hmm. And that, to me, shows me that there's a problem. There's a problem if women don't feel safe, and men always do. You can't tell me things are equal if I feel like I'm... I think Cassie, if she were still on the line, would argue that that's because of the way that women are presenting their bodies and stuff and that they are. So should I just, should I wear a burqa? Well, this is what's happening in different Because those women are still being, those women still get. Of course. You know, so that's not an argument for I remember Sarah and I were in a hotel in Brazil and there was an entire team of soccer players there who we had been friendly with you know, earlier in the day and they made us laugh and they hung out with us on the beach, but that was it. And they (gasps) heard us come in to our hotel room. I don't know, maybe 10 or 11. It wasn't late. And they knocked on our door and called us all night long. And I was afraid. And these weren't bad guys. I thought they were nice earlier. Yeah. And so that feeling of fear and Fear of helplessness, other, gen- other gender. We is... need to learn karate or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know, I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. But at any rate, I mean, here's what I love about Cassie. Because it's so easy for me to think about the other side and think they're idiots. They are just ignorant uh, people that cling to their guns and their religion, like Obama once said. Yeah. And then when you talk to someone like her who seems lovely and is articulate and thoughtful i mean how can you not like that kind of person right so then i think oh i'm nuts well you know and i just really (laughs) feel like it's 
it starts early. You know, she was saying that whole point about, well, you know, our the cousin is a boy and he loves boy stuff and my daughter's a girl and she loves girl stuff. Well, because of the gender labels you put on, if you... If out of the womb, your daughter is put in a pink bedroom and given pink toys and handed those play sets to play with, she's going to naturally go to that because that's what has she's been surrounded with. Mm. If And in the 70s, there were no boy clothes and girl clothes. It was baby clothes and they were all the same. And they... There we didn't. It's recent that we put little boys in in certain colors and little girls in certain colors. And furthermore, I did an entire report on this in my uh, child psychology class on the um, uh, feminization of little girls and uh, or gender roles in little girls. And I went into J.C. Penney and I took pictures of the little boy clothes, the shirts that little boys had and the shirts that were available to little girls to buy. And the boy shirts said things like, um, uh, you know, like skater and all star and things like that. And the little girl shirts that I took pictures of one had a list. Uh, it was like a checklist and it said things I love. And it was like clothes, shopping, you know, and the one thing that was crossed out on the bottom was homework. Mm. And so that saying that if you're a little girl who gets bought that shirt, you don't have the cognitive ability to say the, the exact same reason when I want my mom told me do not watch Clueless when I was 13. I was not allowed to watch that movie because she said I would not understand that it was satirical or that it was a joke on those kind of girls the same way Mean Girls is today. That movie. And sure enough, I watched that movie when I was 13 and wasn't supposed to. And I thought that that's how cool girls were. I did not see it as a joke. The same way a five-year-old or 11-year-old does not pick up on on that being a, a, any kind of joke. They think, oh, I'm not supposed to like homework. I'm not supposed to like, I'm just supposed to like shopping and boys and gossip and that. And I have a problem with that. Mm. Well, I don't think we're going to change minds of people, you know, this is really ingrained into, as she said, she said, yeah, I'm a Christian, but it's also my worldview and how she sees the world. And that's why the transgender issue, I think, has been so huge. Gender is fundamental Mm -hmm. to how people not only see themselves, but they see every relationship they have and every human being. And so to to take that away is makes you very vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm sympathetic to anyone who grew up or or is immersed in that culture of very traditional Mm -hmm. um, gender roles and worldview in general. And you're not going to change if that's how they've been. She was guaranteed put in a pink bedroom when she was little. So, of course, she that's her identity. That's what makes her a, a female. Well, I'm glad we had this talk. Me too. Anything else you want to talk about? Vaginas or penises? <sighs> vaginas. You know what I re- recently learned is that there's a lot of that shame around like women's vaginas and things like that. I and have shame being about dirty. my vagina. I do too sometimes. <laughs> and I and I'm trying to not because that's I think been ingrained into. And Why we've been do you that. have shame? Um, 
I, well, I don't know. I just, well, you had a kid. That's why. Is that no, it? no, I've always hated my vagina. Well, no, I, I don't. <laughs> it's just, I like, there's this whole idea. You know what? I, I, in one of my classes, uh, my professor said, give me all the names for male parts. Mm. And we started listing them and, you know, they were all like strong words, like your snake and your Johnson and da da da. Now give me names for female and they're all dirty and gross sounding. Mm. So, and they, they're shameful, you know, and it's like an insult that, that is, that, that makes it, you feel shame about your own. But in, I read something recently that said, uh, female parts are a, like way cleaner than male parts that a, a man's penis is filthy Especially what? when he's like touch, puts his hands on it oh, to go to the God. restroom and all that, that stuff, so and then gross. everything that ours is self cleaning. Ours cleans itself. It's so acidic that there's nothing that could survive in there. My doctor referred to it as uh, uh, trying to t- like take a swim in a volcano. You would just bike boil up. You're dying. <laughs> there's no chance you're making it. So you don't have to worry about anything getting it. Like it's a bacteria. It just self cleans and does its own thing. A man's penis does not. It just, you know, that is really and they're just disgusting. farting all day long. And I just feel like, like all <gasps> that poo particles the- <laughs> next to their, you know, Johnson is just gross. Wow. And mine's cleaning itself. So you should be sh- ashamed of your dirty in. ass dick. This is not how I thought this episode was. <laughs> I didn't know I would be <laughs> saying things like this on air. What's funny is, like, I have to submit, like, all the metadata for the oh, show. No. Yeah. And so I have to, you know, use keywords and stuff, and then they ask for quotes, and I will definitely include, would you say, clean your dirty ass dick? <laughs> <laughs> I should. That is classic. All right. Well, thank you guys. I hope you enjoyed Sarah's um, debate team uh, audition with Cassie. She and if there's anything well. in an episode you, yeah. as a listener, agreed with, didn't agree with, speak your mind because you too may be a guest <laughs> on our show. And as you can see, we're not terribly mean. I mean, after we hang up the phone, I yeah, mean, when this is all over, we'll talk about Cassie. But <laughs> just kidding. No, she was lovely. Please uh, subscribe to the Brain Candy Podcast on iTunes and uh, on Twitter at Brain Candy Pod. And tune in next week for more shenanigans. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro. Cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.